G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Let's face it, it's pretty easy to fool other people, to put on a front that makes them think, wow, he's got it together, or she's a class act. But when it comes to having things together, well, it goes a whole bunch deeper than that. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and it's great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take a look at your hands and your heart from a different perspective. And do stick with me, because very soon I'll be telling you about my latest life application booklet with a rather strange title, <laughs> How God Could Use a Donkey Like Me. I'd love to send you a free copy as a powerful encouragement of the mighty things that God has planned for your life. There's one thing I know. If I want to be close to someone, like my wife, Jackie, there are two parts to that. There's what I do my hands, if you like, and what's going on inside me, my heart. Any relationship has those two aspects, our hands and our hearts. Sometimes we focus too much on the heart. We imagine somehow that that a marriage is all about romance. We come to a pretty sudden thud, don't we? And sometimes we think it's all about doing and we forget that actually what we do and what we say and how we behave flows out of our hearts. Let me give you my favourite example. For many years, I was a heavy smoker, three packets a day. One day, I watched someone die of lung cancer. I walked out of that room and threw the half-full packet of cigarettes in the bin. That was 27 years ago, and I haven't had a cigarette since. Before I could break the addiction and change my behaviour, I had to have a change of heart. And it's the same in any relationship, including our relationship with God. It's about our hands and our hearts. The whole smoking thing makes you think, doesn't it? I mean, by any rational measure, a person is completely stark raving mad to smoke. We know that. It's going to kill us. We're going to get emphysema or lung cancer or high blood pressure or a stroke or a heart attack. The problem is, when you're addicted, you don't behave rationally. Let me say this again. When we're addicted, we don't behave rationally. And it's the same thing with anything else that's bad for you, whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritual, whether it's physical. We get hooked, and so we can't change it. A person might be addicted to gossiping, and they just find it impossible to keep confidences. You may think, oh, well, what's the harm? I mean, really. The reality is the bad things we're addicted to have enormous harm. They do enormous damage to ourselves and to relationships and to our outlooks on life. Someone who gossips, for instance, is always thinking the worst of people. Gossiping stunts someone's growth and ruins their relationships. We might think gossiping is just a small thing, but it's a big deal. But before the person who's addicted to this can give it up, they need to have a change of heart. It's almost impossible to give up without that. Addictive behaviour, after all, is addictive. But here's the crazy thing. When we realise that there's something wrong in our lives, what we do is we try and change our behaviour instead of our hearts. 
Over this week, we've been looking at the life of King David because he was a man after God's own heart. The special thing, the heart, is the place from which our choices and our actions flow. And David goes on to write a psalm about this very thing. It's Psalm 24. Have a listen to it. He writes, The earth belongs to the Lord and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who doesn't lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. He will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God. Lift up your hands, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. A pretty passionate psalm, isn't it? So what's he saying? Well, he starts off by saying God owns the whole shooting match. God is God. That's how it starts off. Let's stop kidding ourselves. Let's stop beating around the bush. The earth belongs to the Lord and everything in it, the world and all who live in it, because he made it. That's where it all begins and ends for David. We we don't make God approach us on our terms. I'm sorry. If that's what we're thinking, it's just not going to happen. We don't say to God, well, you know, God, these are my terms, and now you can come to me. No, we approach God on his terms. And and David says, well, who can approach God? Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Remember what he said? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart. The one who doesn't worship imposters or pervert the truth. See, what we want to do is believe somehow that if we behave proper, you know what I mean, we're we're okay with God, I'm not too bad, but actually that's only half the equation. God isn't just looking for people to be close to him who have clean hands, but also those who have pure hearts. And I would argue we can't have clean hands without a pure heart. You know what we call someone who isn't the same on the inside as they are on the outside? We have a special name for them. We call them... Hypocrites. Look at what Jesus had to say about some of the religious leaders of his day. Matthew chapter 23, verse 25. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee! First clean the inside of the cup and the dish, and then the outside also will be clean. The word that sits back of our English translation for this word hypocrite means literally to be an actor or a pretender or an imposter or someone who puts on a mask. And, And what Jesus was accusing these religious hypocrites of was being one thing on the outside but being rotten on the inside. And I don't know any other way to get clean hands other than to start with a pure heart because you and I are addicted to impurity. I don't know any other way to get a pure heart than to let God purify it. Titus chapter 2 verse 14 tells us that God will purify for himself a people who are his own, who are eager to do his will. And my prayer constantly is for God to clean the inside of my cup, because if he does that, it will be truly clean. Purify my heart, O God, is what David prays in another psalm. God, come and and purify my heart. And it is the one that has a pure heart that ends up with clean hands. And the one who has a pure heart, who ends up with clean hands, ends up with an intimate relationship with God. Who can approach God? 
Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart. The one who doesn't lift up his soul to an idol or swear by it falsely. Jesus said it. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. That's the promise. And that's awesome. People say, how can I be close to God? We can't be close to God if we're doing stuff that God says is wrong. God forgives, God loves, God wants to draw us close. But you know, if I'm doing something that's wrong, that wrongs my wife, we're not going to experience that intimacy until I get this right, until I stop doing the thing that's hurting her. And it's the same with God. By now, you might be groaning under the load of it all, saying, oh, I don't have a pure heart. I, I can't ever do this. I encourage you in the knowledge that God will purify your heart if you let him. God will purify for himself a people who are his own, who are eager to do his will. He will write his words on our hearts and purify them if we'll let him. Who can approach God? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart. Father, I pray that my heart would be open to you. In Jesus' name. You know that's all he needs. Someone willing to yield. Someone to take a look and let him have a go at our hearts. It's easy to look around at other people and come to the conclusion that their lives are so much better than ours. God's doing mighty things in them and through them that me, nah, he could never do that with me. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest booklet. It's called How God Could Use a Donkey Like Me. For years, people have been on my back to share more of my journey from being on the verge of taking my own life to where I am now. It's about the mighty things that God can do in our lives. And I've written it with the prayer and the hope that it'll be a powerful encouragement to you of the mighty things that God has planned for your life. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.